in 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory. At the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode 210 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Please subscribe and tell a friend. Uh, Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. And Dan Bayliss. Hello. And it is a happy new year from the 77 Club. Um, Did everyone have a good Christmas? Yeah, I was pretty ill for most of it, really. <laughs> yeah, you've been right pussy about it. No, honestly, I was like ill from just before Christmas until really. I'm still still feeling a bit shit now. It's been two yeah. weeks. It's pretty crap. Never mind. You better there wasn't like some sort of virus going around that Nona talks about for the last couple of years. Is that what it was? Maybe foot and mouth. Eight. Foot and mouth. <laughs> Can't get it twice. Um, right. Okay. Let's cover all things football. We are talking after the uh, Villa game tonight. One-one draw at Villa Park. Um, Harry, much improved performance. We will be touching on um, uh, the previous games against Everton and Manchester United, and I think each one has been an improvement. I think the first half of of this latest one, um, it was no different. Um, he, he seems to be sticking with the same team. Um, for the best part of it, and got off to a pretty good start. 12th minute, Daniel Pedence. Yeah, going into this game, I was kind of worried. I did watch Villa beat Tottenham the other day, so I wasn't uh, counting my chickens, but we started absolutely brilliantly. Completely bossed them. As you mentioned, Pedence got the goal, which we more than deserved. My only uh, critique of the first half is that we should have got more goals because it was pretty predictable what would happen second half because they couldn't get any worse, Villa, but... Really impressive. I, I like the way Lopetegui has been setting us up as a team. I know it's quite controversial to start the likes of Huang and even maybe Pedence, although he was immense today. He has struggled at times and obviously got his goal at Everton, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, I really like the look of Lopetegui at the moment and an incredible first half. But what's bit us a bit today again um, is us not putting the ball in the back of, net, back of the net a lot more, especially when we were on top so much in that first half, especially the first 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, balls over the top with a problem. Um, I think it's it's one of those, wasn't it, Jack with Max Kilman? Because he turned into prime Cafu to clear that um, header in the second half off the line. And then it's a ball over the top that, that does him for the goal. It was literally about two minutes later as well, wasn't it, really? It's 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 one of those. And as Harry said, I think in the WhatsApp group at halftime, we all said similar things. And it was like, that's probably, probably the best half of football we've played this season. And that's not an exaggeration, really, to be honest, in the first half. But the problem is, we only went in... 1-0 one nil, one nil up and one goal in football is nothing when it's a cliche. It's a game of two halves, as you've always seen. And I think even actually probably for the first part of the of the second half, Villa obviously came out a bit more, but we contained them quite well. But then they just started to, to turn the screw a bit. And at the end, really, there was obviously the ball over the top for Ings goal, which Kilman, Kilman and Bueno just go to sleep. Well, that's Sar, Jack. Sar slipping. Sar slips, didn't he? He yeah. slips, to be fair. Big and mistake, really. 
And then that one at the very end with Bailey over the top, nearly the same thing happened again. And really, he, sh- he should have scored, shouldn't he? And we should have, that they should have done to us what we did to them last season, really, and sucker punched them right at the death. And that's why I was really skeptical about it. Going into this game, I had, I was, wasn't very confident, to be honest. I thought we, particularly how they've, they've improved under Emery. Um, I wasn't, I had very low expectations, but then we came out the trap so well. And players that, that I've, I've been giving a bit of stick to in sort of, you know, recent weeks, Poland's been, been one of those, you know, just came out flying and just loads of players had their best performance. But it doesn't mean anything if you just do it for 45 minutes and then 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 start to fade away. And that's that's what happened. And we got punished for it. And arguably at the end, it was, I, was, I was kind of sat there on the, I was watching it, I was sat there on the sofa thinking, there's a minute left now. Let's just take the point, lads. Especially after that Bailey miss. Like, just take the point. Um, it's better AI. than nothing. Now, I don't, now, hang on, because I, I don't know whether it's a remnant of uh, festive cheer or Dan was visited by three ghosts in the night, but he said something positive about Samada at halftime. Um, do you just want to go over that, Bailey? It's funny, a manager that's actually let us attack down the wings to start with. I think that's what it is. Um, but still, I think the first half performance was very, very good. That's clear. But that's also part of the problem. I mean, um, the vinyl revivals put exactly what I was going to say, pretty much. Why the hell did Wolves decide from 45 to 85 minutes to play 30 yards in their own half? Like, it's inviting it. And then, to be perfectly honest with you, if you watch that game as a neutral, it should have finished 3-1 Villa. Realistically. Maybe. Well, this maybe, is, this but... is now the crux, right? You it's are a negative really Nancy, though, aren't you, Bailey? No, no, no. I'm gonna, let me give it to no, you. No. This, we're, no. at a, we're at the tipping point now of either Lopetegui's come in, Wolves are revived, and we look good, and we're going to go on and get ourselves out of the mess that we're in. Or we've got new manager syndrome where we're playing slightly better because there's a new guy to try and impress, and we go back to old ways. And that's where you put the positive-negative on it. And what have you seen tonight? You've seen a fantastic 45 minutes of football where we score a really good goal and should go on to win the game. And to be to be perfectly honest, if you just watched the second half tonight, same old Wolves. Same old Wolves. We did absolutely... Ignore he had a great chance, but he created it all himself. That woman Garmin Cunha made a very back. good run Cunha. a couple of times. Was, it, was he onside then? Do we know? I, don't know. I, I, thought, it I thought it was onside. I thought it was onside by a mile. Just um, nothing. But, but, like... That is a really poor second half performance. I agree, you know, Bates, but don't be, I don't think it should be so negative because we're down there struggling and we've gone to Villa Park for the first 45 minutes and absolutely dominated them. I know the second half was so predictable. Like we said, we all called it on WhatsApp. Because we didn't get that second goal, Villa were going to make changes, which they did. Danny Ings is like the Kevin Phillips of I was old. just about to say exactly Isn't the it? same thing. Yeah, always exactly the same thing. He's new. Sar yeah. slips. Obviously, Kilmer with the heroics, but second half, we were sitting back, which is a natural thing to happen. Villa are going to come on to us. They can't get any worse. It's just a shame we couldn't get a second before halftime. And even second half, we had a couple of chances. As you mentioned, eight, Nori, Cunha, who I really like the look of, by the way. He's much bigger than I thought he was going to be. Because in my head, I thought he'd be like a tricky winger, which he probably is, but he's a big lad. And I think he'd do well through the middle. But um, yeah, I mean, you'd have took a draw before the game, wouldn't you? And I think uh, Mm. on the whole run of play, I'd still say we were the better team. And um, yeah, I think Lopetegui, he's very refreshing. I, I'm quite positive. I've got positive thoughts. I think we're going to survive. I think we're playing well. I, I mean, I know Everton are really poor, but that was a good win in a game where you probably could have said Everton deserved a draw. But still, well, they went and got they, a draw against City, didn't they, the game after yeah. Everton? So. But it, the, our, our own, the only critique tonight is, for one, I think Costa shouldn't start anymore. 
He literally, I was watching a stream tonight, and every time he was running, I thought it was lagging because he's so slow. He plays in <laughs> slow motion, Costa. Like, he's done. So either start Raul or start Cunha from now on for me. But yeah, Pedence, I've been a really I've been criticizing Pedence quite a lot, but he was brilliant. Don't know why he came off at half time. No idea. I don't I think know if he's got, I think he's got an injury. Yeah. He must have, he must Even have. Huang, he don't really do much, does he, Huang? But he's been okay, I think. Like he battles away, he tries to do what he does. Went down the wing a few times, but we've got Guedes on the bench. We've got options now, we've got a stronger bench. It's just tonight is about our finishing. We should have been two up before half time. Yep. I think I think Nick's just pretty much said it right, hasn't he? Why would you be in such a positive position at half time and then back off? Say, go on then, Villa. You can have you can have 30 minutes here to try and get an equaliser. And then exactly mm. it was so wolves. He so, keeps making so that warm. sub, doesn't he? He keeps bringing Totti on to go like five at the back or he like push eight Nori on and put Totti left back. But he was doing that just before they scored, wasn't he? He was about to bring Totti and, on and he then still they did it. the goal and he still did it. And he still did it, yeah. yeah Look at where we dominated have. them, Harry. Nunes murdered Villa. He was brilliant. And then He's been dro- amazing. And then, we, and then we dropped him to play just in front of, the, of our own 18-yard box. Like, the bloke was all over him. Hmm. Beating him, passing the ball total control and then we put him under pressure through our own creation it doesn't make sense to me at all so I thought hey, Nori came on and played really well yeah, Bueno was really good Samedo had a good game so the, the areas of the pitch where we played really well in the first half they weren't even allowed to do it in the second hmm. I wanted to pick up on something that Dan said there when Dan when you said that it, we're on the cusp of, of something and I think and I, I, I tend to disagree with that because I think the World Cup has sort of thrown a lot of how we feel about how far along we are in the season because we're not actually halfway through it yet. So, what is it, 18 games gone? So it's Liverpool, it's Liverpool left to play before hitting halfway. But still, I think it's a little bit of a false position, do you not think, in terms of where we are and at what point of the season we are in this position? No, not from watching that. It is it is very congested at the bottom though, looking at it really. I mean, yeah, we've had we've had four points from these three Premier League games and the early signs are positive, really. I think most people realistically would have would have taken four points from those those first three games, definitely. Um so the early signs are positive and just if you put put back to back wins together, you're gonna go from out of the relegation zone to you know, halfway up the bottom half, really, maybe a little bit higher. So it, it is a lot to play for. I know Forrest got a win tonight, didn't they? Which is really, really massive for them. But the early signs under Lopetegui are are promising. I think the one thing that's that's kind of I haven't quite worked out yet in my head is going back to the, sub, the substitutions across both the games. Really, it's quite refreshing to actually see a manager who actively changes and makes substitutions for us. He makes them at half time. He's not scared to, to make you know two or three of them together on on sixty minutes if he needs to. But at the same time, I haven't quite understood them yet, which is going back to the, the Toti thing. I think in the Man United game at one point, we didn't even have a striker on for, for a, a large period. And I was quite confused by that. Yeah. And that, that, that seemed, we seemed to fall away then. So it seems like I, I, like, I like the fact we've got a manager who isn't scared to change it early. But so far, the changes that he's made haven't really helped us in the games. Just on think. that, Jack, <laughs> I don't think he's not, he's not a fan of Raul, is he? He didn't even bring him on tonight. Brought him on late against United. Put Huang in the middle when he brought Traore on against United. So I think Huang might be out the door. Um, but now we've got Cunha. I'd like to see him start for the middle because I, I mean Costa. The, the fans love him, don't they? He's a great character, but he's just lost it, any. He? he made a few yeah. good runs tonight in that, but it's almost you're like he's giving he? um, a retired player a run out in it. Sometimes when you're looking at him, it's like giving him a little run out just to. It looks like he's doing nice. his testimonial. 
Yeah, it literally does sometimes. Like he runs and he look just looks knackered after he runs. The only thing I will say by the end of February, I know it's talking hypotheticals and stuff, but we will know for certain whether this has worked or not, whether Lopetegui is right. Because the fixture... well, we'll know by the end of May, won't we? No, we'll know by the end of February. That's, that's the fixtures we'll are do or die. The fixtures are do or die. Look at what we got. We've got West Ham at home, and then City that's and the Liverpool, one. which are yeah, fair enough. But then it's Southampton, Bournemouth, Fulham. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a win from them. Um, like this, lads. Like... This comment, Bayless. I think he is, you know, he's the next bail, and he ain't Nori. Put him up from left back to left wing. Didn't so. do a lot wrong tonight, did he? No. I think no, he's, he's looking really, really good. Two goals in two games, wasn't it? Against Gillingham and Everton as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think there's there's certainly hope there. I feel as, as optimistic as Harry does. You know, there's there's three points between us and Leicester who are in 13th. It's a goal difference which will do us over, I think, the most. Two of them are on really, but... really low goal difference. They're in the 20s, I think. Yeah. Forest and Bournemouth both on, both on minus 21. Um, then it's uh, Southampton minus 18, Wolves minus 16. And then sort of there or thereabouts, Everton minus 10, West Ham minus nine. So... Like results like tonight is that makes games like the Forests, the West Ham, Southamptons, some of them are going to become absolute have to wins. And that's are they must wins or they must not lose? Well, it depends how we get on. But as it gets towards the back end of them, they're going to be must wins, aren't they? The, the way yeah, it is at the moment, I think West, West Ham and Southampton, that's those two sound like big games, particularly when we've got to, you know, throw Man City in the middle of that mix, you know. Um, games where we're probably not going to pick I mean, up points. do you go for the so... Mick McCarthy and then when we have Man City and Liverpool back-to-back, do you write off the Man City one? I think we probably write off the game on Saturday against Liverpool, to be honest with you, because it's the FA Cup third round. If anything, prioritise the, the Cup game against Forest. Because you've got Remember a semi-final to place there if you get through. Remember going to what? I'm going to make go a bold prediction McCarthy. now. Go on, Harry. I think we're going to finish like mid-table this season, like comfortably in the end. I think we're going to have like a run and do really well. Like in these early stages, Lopetegui's got us sorted. Like you can, I've been watching the YouTube videos when Cunha signed. All the atmosphere looks good. He's got us sorted here. Bring in a few players, and we'll be fine. We've got too much quality, and we've got too much of a good manager now. I mean, before the game, I'd have took a draw all day, but the way the game panned out feels a bit shit, and we could have lost. There's, it's not going to be perfect, is it? From the off, he's coming to a, he's coming to a team with a set of players who are really low on confidence. I mean, that Everton win definitely helped to. You know, boost Morel a lot. We played well against United. We've got a draw away at Villa Park, who just gone and beat Spurs away. I'm I'm really positive with how we're playing. I think we're going to be fine. I actually agree now, but I remember us talking in, in the WhatsApp group again just before the Julian game. I think I said something like, "Does anyone actually really think we're going to stay up?" And everyone said, "No." no. <laughs> and that's 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 how it's changed. Really, he's had four yeah, games yeah. in charge. He's yeah. had four days of an open transfer window. And the signs are positive. I do, I do, I do agree. I think we, we look a lot better, um, and I do think we will start to climb that table because in, in every game so far, every, every Premier League game, we've been competitive at least. Really, you know, we beat Everton. We were 15 minutes away from a victory tonight, although you know we should have scored more. And without a, you know, a bit, something against Man United and a bit of more from the referee, we might have at least scraped a point on that on another day. Although I do think United were the better team and had the better chances. So, you know, at least at least we're competitive. I'm not just conceding the first goal and rolling over like we seem to be doing before for the whole of this season. I think the World Cup break saved us as well, hasn't it? For Lopetegui to get really us sorted. If we didn't have that, I think we'd be <laughs> in big trouble. I agree. Yeah, I mean, six weeks, it's probably more of a, more of a pre-season than you'd get in the su- this summer coming because it's obviously a shorter turnaround this time around. Um, 
but yeah, like you say, Harry, I think the feeling within the club itself has been lifted. Um, I think the atmosphere in that, you know, going back to that first Gillingham game, it was so different, even for Raul, who we sort of said we weren't very happy with him, the way that he handled his playing in the World Cup, going out to Mexico, having not played since August for for his club and then turning out for his country, you know, a couple of months later. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think it's going to be well, it's a demonstrable difference. It's it's mm. it's chalk and cheese, I think. And and the fitness of the side, I think, is is much improved. That's getting better with every game, and that's why I think, you know, quite confident in in how these games are panning out because I think it would have got to like a leggy fifteen last fifteen twenty minutes previously under Bruno Large, whereas whereas now there seems to be a little bit more uh, left in the tank at the end of it, and it, it does make such a difference, especially at this level. Um, let's just quickly go over. Uh, the Everton Manchester United game. Um, I think that Everton game now, even though it's, it was sometimes hard to watch. Let's be honest, we were watching it when we were in the pub on Boxing Day. Um, but that that could prove crucial come the end of the season, especially taking points off off rivals that close to us in the table. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, that game, like you said, it was hard to watch at times, and it was a bit of a smash and grab. We were hanging on. At one-one, but it, it was weird because I thought we started really well, went one-nil down early, and I just felt within myself that we were going to come back and do okay. I, and to get the win was just a huge, huge result for us, wasn't it? Like I said, it boosted morale overall. Great goal by Aitnori, good finish, um, great counter attack, good tactical substitutions from Lapetegui, as we've already mentioned. He, he seems to be good at that, and yeah, huge result. I know Everton. I mean, they got absolutely dicked, didn't they, against Brighton? Was it last night? They mm-hmm. look poor, but still, it was a huge result for us at the time. And it made us, going into the United game, which we're obviously we're talking about, be on a high, really. And I think, uh, yeah, it was a massive result at the time. Bayless, bring you in there. Sorry, I've got a cat shouting in the background. Is that you? Probably some Ado shouting. Like, um, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, shut up. Um, I think we were unlucky in the Man United game, weren't we? I, I, Jack said, you know, we, we felt that they probably had the better chances, which is, which is probably true, but I don't think the referee helped at all. Hmm. The, the referee against Man United was just, just, he just was awful. a weird one, really. It's one of those where we were talking about it after and just, just watching it from, you know, sort of from a, hopefully a, a neutral perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just there was a few things that just was, were bizarre to me. The first one was the amount of added time that was added on. because. Oh. It's and the thing is when you just think about this and think it through, if if it was nil nil or or Wolves were one nil up in that circumstance, I think there'd have been at least eight minutes minutes added on. I think Podence was down for for ages for, yeah, for part was, of yeah. it. Oh, it should have been on, yeah. And also just in in the first half, the the, the bookings that, that we were given or the, the one booking that we got, who, who was it we got booked in the first half? Um, Tomato got booked for 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 very little from what I saw. And then their player ended up getting booked in the second half. Absolutely, Casemiro. Casemiro, Casemiro. He should have been off. And and should should have had two yellows. And it's just the inconsistency there, and those those sort of things just highlighted. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we you should have won. And there's no excuse for the defending for their goal because it was poor, wasn't it? And it's just after Johnny, we Tottenham, wasn't Johnny, it? Mate. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, I know Samedo nearly <laughs> give him a goal first half when he give it to the, the left. What's his name? The left winger number forty nine, the Argentinian. And the, oh, the, the Argentinian. Oh yeah. Who, then he put know, up yeah. Shamado passed it to. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a yeah, that, that, so pass. Just, it was yeah, a no look pass as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so then Johnny comes on and he's ten times worse than Samado. Oh, to be fair to Samado, apart from that, 
I thought he had a half decent game against United, to be honest. Yeah, but he did. Apart from that, Johnny so, Coman, yeah. and he just looked absolutely we just didn't awful. Do anything against United? We didn't do anything to deserve. Well, to I go thought on. first half cost us Daisy cut a chance. No versus chance. Dead. Second least... half, Raul's header. Uh, go on, Nacho. Thank you to everybody did. in the uh, comments. Thank you in the comments. Yeah, our football knowledge is awful. We shouldn't really do a podcast, really. We know Wolves players. That's all we need. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Bailey, do you want to go and shoot that cat? That siren, that's a siren, that isn't. Oh, no, that isn't. <laughs> um, so, January transfer window. Um, obviously, Acuna's come in. Uh, Harry, you seem to be a, a, an early fan, and the signs do look promising. Uh, how many more signings do you think until the squad is, quotation marks, complete? Well, we've got to, I mean, we're crying out for a centre half. He keeps bringing Totti on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, and it? that's all we've got really is cover there. So, we're crying out for a centre half, whether they get one, I don't know. Maybe another midfielder, but he seems to like Hodge, doesn't he? He likes Hodge. I think we need a right back because, I mean, Samedo did okay against Villa. There's no doubt about that. But Johnny looks finished. He may as well retire. Um, is that too harsh? I don't know. I don't know if his knees are gone. He's had, he's he, had, two, he's had two ACLs, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's, like, that's it's, showing. it's showing as well, isn't it? Like, big time. He's a liability at the moment. Rashford has been licking his lips when he, when he was up against him for United. But, yeah, and I would say a striker, but as you mentioned, Cunha... I think he'd be great for the middle. He's a big lad. I think he'll do a job there. Raul seems to be out of favour. Will he leave? I don't know. But we need another two or three players. And I've, I would Jeff like promised this. it. Well, they said six, didn't they? Something silly. Six. Start. Well, I don't know if there was numbers like that being thrown around that he wants to Ma- bring in. Martin's put in the comments, we need a left back. I disagree with that. I think eight, Nori right. and Bueno are both really good and playing well. So I disagree with that. Uh, new deal for Traore, yes or no? Oh, I'd yeah. give it him. But I don't think he wants to. Do you think he would sign it? I mean, uh, the Lopetegui effect may work in our favour. I don't know. On, on, a, on a free transfer, I mean, I think like, yeah, you know, he's Spanish manager. It could come in and change it, change his attitude a bit. But on a free transfer, there's very few Premier League clubs outside maybe the top six that wouldn't take a chance on him, really. I don't think. You, you, you just take him even for the impact thing. And then he can probably get the wages that he's been dreaming of if he goes to... I don't know. Villa he could go to Villa, couldn't he? Someone like that. But... I think it's a, yeah, it's a really weird one with him, isn't it? Because I, I would have said it was all about the money before he went to Barcelona for a lot less money than he would have if he'd have gone to Spurs. So yeah. I, I don't know what what it is with him. He's but being he, greedy. He is a gamble. He's being greedy. He wants. He thinks he's. Be- Adama thinks he's better than what he is. He thinks oh, he's yeah, like an absolute oh, yeah, superstar, which he can be at times. There's no doubt about that. But I think if he weren't such a greedy, see you next Tuesday. I think he'd have been gone already. <laughs> I think he's got talent. That's the thing. He's look at who he's had to feed with his ball and with his end product. People are saying he's got an end product. He's feeding a ghost at the moment. Because no one he might, actually yeah, he might as well have Jack. He might as well have Jack up front. Yeah, but <laughs> he scored tonight, didn't he? That one when he cut on his left and whacked yeah. over the bar. But I think if he signed a new deal, I think he'd be a starter. I think Lopetegui would start him. I think that's the only reason why he keeps coming off the bench. I always like, thought he was best. In the last Coming 25 minutes of a game to just go tired defenders, I'd, mm. I'd pick out the most tired of the four and just tell him to run at them all day. I saw I think... a weird link as well, sorry, that Raul might go to Barcelona. Did you see that one? Barcelona. I saw that one. I don't know where that's going Yeah, that's from. a what strange one, isn't it? Why would Barcelona it... want Raul? You know? uh, Nunes to all... Liverpool, do you think there's anything in it? Ah, Yeah, probably. Well, the way he's playing, all of a sudden... Since uh, we've come back off the World Cup break, he looks like the player we signed. You know, like everyone was excited when he signed, and he's mm-hmm. starting to show it, isn't he? I think he 
he had that one game against Chelsea where he had, he had glimpses of what he can do, where he just yeah. flies up the field with the ball, travels well. He was brilliant against Villa. He was really good against Man United. And maybe someone's whispered in his ear saying, Liverpool are looking at you, mate. Keep playing well and you're going to get the move in January. <laughs> so I think if he carries on like he is, I think Liverpool will take him. It could happen. Um, but it, to me, it makes no sense from a Liverpool point of view, really, because they could have had him for, what, £38 million in the summer. It looks like if they do get him this time around, it's going to be 46. They don't really overpay. Although if you've seen Darwin Nunes play, then they definitely have overpaid on on that one, but it's not really how they do transfer business, but he would be the perfect signing for them. Don't get me wrong. You know, they have, they do have they a, a the last one. midfielder. Yeah. But we'll just, it will just be in, in 48 annual installments or something, will it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Although Scott Sellers, money. Scott Sellers isn't here anymore. So you'd hope the recruitment might take a turn. Um, for the better as well. Sorry but, to completely flip it and go back what we've been talking about, but this comment's caught my attention from Brian Blake. Read that out. I don't agree uh, with this at all. Julian seems more stubborn than large, has a bias against Raul. Costa has been ineffective. Ditto Wang. Why he doesn't play Jesus. with Raul and Kuna up front, I don't know. Kuna hasn't unpacked his suitcase yet. <laughs> I mean, Julian... Neither is Raul. Definitely, I wouldn't call him stubborn. I think... Does he mean stubborn as in because he won't pick Raul? I think Raul must be going. I find it weird when he's not playing. And if he's still here at the end of January, fair fair comment. But you'd guess he's going given what's going on. You need players with the right attitude in a relegation battle. And if if you get on off on the wrong foot with a new manager, which is what he did, because Mm -hmm. he came out in his first press conference and says he shouldn't be going to the World Cup. He's not fit. He hasn't been playing for us. We need a striker. That's a problem. Mm. Definitely. You know. And and like Mitch has put, June is different gravy. I, I, you can just tell the difference. He's aura. Everything about Lopetegui just oozes class. Uh, the only one that's a bit like, why does he keep doing it, is the Totti move. He does keep bringing Totti on and going five at the back, which is obviously tactical. I mean, he's a Premier League manager. We ain't, you know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. And he still did it, as we mentioned, after the Villa equalised tonight. But as I've said earlier, I'm, I'm really happy with him. I think we'll be fine. Raul, as you said, I think he'll be gone. And yeah, he might he keeps playing Costa, which I don't agree with. I think that was his last chance tonight to get a goal or do something. I think now drop him, play Cunha, even maybe play Raul if he is sticking around, but we don't know, do we? But yeah, I think we'll be fine with Lopetegui and tactically, I think he knows what he's doing. And I've also noticed if you notice he never ever stands in his technical box in the uh <laughs> he's always always just, he always just walks up the line, he's near the corner flat. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we need to just like take a chill about Kuna though, to be honest, because everyone's just, I know it's because particularly when we're paying big money for, for a, a player like that, um, mm. it's hard not to get excited. But I mean, he came on tonight and he, he won a couple of balls and looked like he was trying a few balls. I didn't think he was going to win, did some strange tackles actually, but let's just read it in a little bit and let's just, let's just see. Maybe, you know, I'm sure the fact that Lopate has said that he's, you know, he's brought him in as his first signing. That's there's some intent there and a bit, you know, a bit of a statement, but let's not expect him to be starting. He might start on Saturday, actually, because it's a cup game. You know, it's minutes under the belt in, in the country where you're, you're, you've just moved to, where you want to play. So that's possible. But yeah, I think there could be a few actually on, on Saturday where we just rotate a little bit and, uh, you know, players like Guedes will probably get minutes, these sorts of things. But let's not put too much pressure on him just because we've got uh, one striker who's a has-been, the other one who's uh, <laughs> probably also a has-been. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being Guedes sat on the bench and watching Ait Nori come on instead of you, like as like a wing forward. 
I'd be sat there thinking, Jesus, I'm Especially not happy being with this. Spanish as well, isn't it? You, yeah. you'd think that you might favour the, the Spanish players a little bit, particularly, you know, someone coming from Spain and obviously Guedes was tearing it up in Spain last season, wasn't he, apparently? Mm. But yeah. We'll Do you see. know what else I think? Um, apart from the YouTube clips, because I've never seen Cunha play, I'll be honest. My football knowledge is limited to the West Midlands, really. Watching these uh, introduction videos on YouTube and that, he seems like the nicest bloke in the world. So I think that's why people are just like, yes, like really bigging him up. And we well, said that. So he said that about bloody uh, Sasha. Sasha and his ACL. <laughs> didn't he? No, but uh, like just the little thing. I know he didn't do much when he came on, Cunha, but just how big he was surprised me. And just, he looked sharp when he came on. He looked way sharper than Costa did. In oh, my God, yeah. And that one, when Adama flung it over the bar, he probably should have laid Cunha in for that one. He'd have had like a well, one Let's one be count. honest, he should have at least hit the target. Yeah. But it's Adama we're talking about, so. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, well, it's all eyes on um, the January transfer window. I think, I think five is going to be a stretch. I think realistically, three would probably... Be Three decent. I, th- I think the fact that he's, I think I think he's making a point to the board almost with his selection of Costa and Totti as well. I think mm. he's saying that this is what I want to do, and these aren't good enough to achieve what we want to achieve. I think that's that's my two pence worth. Uh, next up, Liverpool in the FA Cup. Um, always beat them in the FA Cup. So uh, <laughs> through to the next round, I'm sure. Uh, don't have much luck. At Anfield outside of the cup, but uh, it's the magic of the cup, isn't it, Harry? And could I say cup any more times? Yeah, but if this is a weird one for me because, as we know, we're still in the League Cup, mm. another cup there. Yeah, and I would, if I was the manager, which I'm not, obviously, I would really rotate it. I'd just go there, rest the players we need. I wouldn't. It's such a weird thing to say, but I wouldn't mind if we get knocked out. I just wouldn't because we want to survive. That's our priority. We're deep in the, well, I say deep, fairly deep in the League Cup. So it's a bit of a weird one. Liverpool, will they go strong? I don't know, because obviously, what are they, fifth, sixth in the league? They want to get into the top four if they can. They're struggling this season in terms of their league uh, position. The FA Cup, obviously, used to be a big cup. I suppose it still is a major trophy, so they'd want to want to have a chance of winning it. So, strange one. It's uh, one of those games where don't really care if we lose, which is a bit crappy to say. Obviously, you want to win every game you go into, but... I'd really rotate it. I'd start Cunha. I'd probably start Guedes. I'd start the players that haven't been in there. He'd probably start like Hodge as well, people like that. Maybe even Sarkic in goal. I don't know. But going into it, I think we'll lose. I just hope we can uh, give a good account to ourselves and just go for it. You know what I mean? If we lose, I don't think our fan base would be that arse. So yeah, much pressure on it, to be honest. Jack, are you ringing the changes or just because of it's the FA Cup third round, it is a weekend that's been put aside for it. Um, so getting minutes under your belt probably isn't the worst thing in the world. I, I agree with Harry. I think it's probably the least important game of this 10 days period that we've got, really. I think I'd much rather us actually go full throttle against Forest and go through and get to a you know League Cup semi-final. Because uh, realistically, even if we get past Liverpool, we've still got a way to go till we get to the later stages of, of the FA Cup. Although, obviously, it is, it is superior to the League Cup. But yeah, I think this is probably a good chance for for a bit of rotation, really. Like I said earlier, players like probably Guedes, Jimenez will probably get minutes, uh, Hodge, these sorts of things. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's a lot going. It's it's FA Cup third round weekend is always a big occasion in the in the footballing in calendar. Um, I'm sure everyone will have a, have a good day and hopefully have a good performance. But 
yeah, I, I, I'm not as bothered about this as I would have been if when we drew Liverpool probably the last two times in, in this competition, to be honest. And that's just because of the circumstances. The game tonight was 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 is much bigger than the game on Saturday. And uh, that's the one we should have prioritised. And I'm sure that we did. But now with the short turnaround and not even Forrest coming up, um, then, yeah, I'm happy just to see rotations. And if, if we get turned over, we get turned over. Uh, Mr Nostalgia, uh, the lover of yesteryear, Bayliss, thoughts? Oh, sack it off. Really? I wasn't expecting <laughs> no, was I wasn't expecting that. I thought he was going to go on a massive, like, like emotional statement. I love nice the FA Cup. Is like, I do off, love the yeah. FA Cup, but there are bigger things sometimes, aren't there? And we've got to try and stay up. And we're in a quarterfinal of another one. Just sack it off. Oh, I, like, don't I mean, play how, a how, how, how deep into the squad would you be willing to sort of fish? Or is it about... Under 18. Put in the, put in the, no, he's Bayless. Shut up. Yeah, shut don't up. bother. The thing is, it would just like only take only take a mini only take him. a mini bus. <laughs> Get some of the fans out the crowd in. Get some of the yeah. fans in the crowd in the squad. <laughs> nah, it's an opportunity for people like Geddes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it is definitely. Honestly, I'd play Dazzle Dave in centre mid. <laughs> Dave has a party and goal. Crack on. Ra- Raul will be up front, I think. Cunha on the one wing, Guedes on the other, Hodge yeah. in the middle. Maybe Babacar if he's back to full fitness. I know he didn't make the bench tonight. I think that's a good chance. Yeah, if he is yeah. fit. Johnny right don't... back, unfortunately. <laughs> Paul I, we say we say that, but it seems lately when, when we say rotate everything, it won't be that drastic. I reckon the spine yeah. of the team will be the same. I reckon it'd probably still be Kilman, Collins, Neves. Well, it doesn't make sense. It, but it has to be Kilman and Collins, really, unless you put Totti and Collins. No, like worst thing you could do is risk Kilman and Collins. Well, they've played all the time, and they every game. We call Cody and put him in there. What are we going to do? Doesn't, what, we doesn't matter. We've got, we've got a cup quarter final and four or five games West that are pretty down. much going to decide whether we stay up or not within the next month and a bit. That's <laughs> a bit dramatic. Dan. Yeah, but no, it's, it's really negative. No, it we're we're just about to hit the halfway point of the season. Calm down. I'm giving oh. the positive outlook of go and win the games positive. that are important. You just said we're going down if we don't get a few results in the next few games. <laughs> yeah, so why even think about the Liverpool game? Oh, no, I play? agree. I said I, I said bin it off, personally. Bin it. Don't even yeah. talk about it. <laughs> don't, just don't turn it. Don't talk about <laughs> it. Just talk not talk about, about the FA Cup game we've got coming up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened there? We'll probably go and bloody win. Yeah, that's what I said. I genuinely... <laughs> it's a bit like the League Cup. We're not that arsed about it, but we keep plodding on and keep winning. It's a bit like, oh, all right, <laughs> keep going. It'd be nice if we could get a little run in the league going so we're out the relegation zone. So we actually think, wow, I want to win a cup. Which you do. You want to win a cup, don't you? But with the way the Premier League's set up these days and the money, unfortunately, our owners would rather us become 17th and, then we'll beat, and win we'll the We'll beat Liverpool and then, we'll, and then Neves will break his leg against Dagenham or Redbridge. Dagenham or Redbridge. They've got two. Yeah, <laughs> either of them. It's unfair. Trinidad or Tobago. <laughs> Just don't bother. Come on. Come on. You've all got to see common sense here. I think you have. I, I, but... I agree. No, I think we've all said it's said the that. least important yeah. game, but you can't just go up there and field a kid's team. Although I'm guessing Liverpool will probably rotate heavily as well, really. But I, is, I do, I do I mean, think the Nottingham game is more important. I think Liverpool, are, they aren't in great shakes. I mean, Oxlade Chamberlain started against Brentford the other night, mm. you know. Mm. So I, I imagine Henderson will play. The FA Cup's becoming the League Cup. It's slowly the becoming League the League Cup. Cup. It's, it's becoming, becoming the Milk Cup. The League Cup's becoming the bloody community shield for everyone. Like it's, just <laughs> like, it's just no one cares. 
But if we won it, I'd obviously run around Wolverhampton naked for about two weeks. So gets you into Europe. Gets you into mm. Europe, doesn't it? Well, yeah, so, I mean, that's so, so. through the back door. The best chance we got this season. Hundred <laughs> percent. Although it is so tight, it is so tight. I want to oh, so. let's have a look. Is Europe on? What's Europe these days? Oh, fifth, oh, got no chance. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, nineteen points. All right, okay. Well, we'll leave that there for another week. Um, if you're going to Anfield, do enjoy. Uh, no betting odds, no, no ticket news, nothing. Don't enjoy it. I, di- I didn't know that we were doing that this week. To be honest with you, there's been lots of tickets and stuff going on. Um, what, so. What's happened? Liverpool away on Saturday, that's sold out. I know that. Oh. Uh Nottingham Forest, quite quick turnaround for that, but that's on sale as of the points of as of today. This is just off the top of my head. This is this is like free star ticket news. This is all I all I know. Uh Man City, actually talking point on Man City, Man City, they are not actually issuing t- physical tickets for the game. You can't go unless you have a that. smartphone. Mm. Which has caused a bit of a, of a stir because particularly older fans, it's uh you know, it's not a given that everyone has a start smartphone. I know people who go to the football and they just have a Nokia thirty three ten because they don't want their wives calling them or checking up on them. So <laughs> these sorts of things. So, um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a given that it's, everyone has it's, one. It's twenty twenty three. I mean, it has to come to. to it's like guys, we're going to use electric lights. No, no, we love the gas lamps. We love it when we light them on, on the does side. It, does, of it the road. Though, does it? Like, does it? Though? It's, a, it's, it's having a paper ticket that bad. Like I, 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 I like paper saved, tickets. Saved me on Saturday. What? What a paper ticket did on your phone? Yeah, because I had to go to the ticket office and get a print up with another card. It makes it much easier to swap tickets for people when they're paper rather than. <laughs> Where's the wolf's got a message for you? Ah, disagree. Sorry. Um, we need to one thing I will say, I did. Just, I just flicked up the betting odds just to have a look. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's um, if your team go two nil up or two goals up, we'll pay out. Oh yeah. And the odds shorten, which for Liverpool is perfectly sensible. You know, if they do go two nil up. Great payout. Mm. It's the same for Wolves. The odds shorten down to fifteen to two for us to win, in, and they'll pay out if we go two up. They shorten to fifteen to two. Yeah, that means we have to score two goals. We're seventeen to two just to win it. Mm. Yeah, thirty threes on seventeen to two. Before we wrap it up, can I just throw out one more topic for us to discuss? Mm. Yeah, the atmosphere at Molyneux. Can, can you score at Man United if? To be honest. Right, literally, can you give me three reasons why you think the atmosphere has completely died in the last, probably since post-COVID, I've got my three reasons why I think it's happened. Oh, Tuffy, firstly, because we've been it's... shit. Yeah. Um... That's, 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 that's the main reason. That is yeah, the main reason. Yeah. No, no, do you know what I think Ten, the main reason is? The 10, main goals, reason. 10 goals in 18 games. Yeah, that's one of them, Bailey. I'll say that's my second, my second main reason. My second one, what Bailey said, is the South Bank's turned into safe standing. And since then, it's become South Bank is not the South Bank I know. It just hasn't been. First main reason for me is we just expect as a fan base now. We've got rich owners. We get a lot of big players in. We turn up at Molyneux and just think we should win this. Even if we're struggling, even if we're 20th in the Premier League, we turn up and just think we should win this. So if we don't, the atmosphere just don't get going. When we first was in the Championship under Nuno and got promoted, everyone was buzzing. When we first went up to the Premier League, we had that underdog feeling. When we've got that underdog feeling, the South Bank and Molyneux are incredible. But when we've been there for a few years and we're kind of established and think we should be top seven, we just we just think we're owed it now because we've got money and owners and all these superstars coming in. We just don't. We just sit there and think, go on then, play for us, do something, make us excited, which we haven't done. We haven't. Admittedly, the team hasn't got the fans going. We hadn't scored many goals. 
But I think the Southbank I used to know growing up would get behind the team, even when we were six nil down against Southampton back in the day under Mick McCarthy. Mm. We should have won that game. I stand by that. <laughs> I, I don't know what it, I, I think. I think eleven games in eighteen, eleven goals in eighteen games. It is difficult to get excited about it. Do you know what I mean? Especially when mm. when we when we do eventually score it, we usually come in from behind. Mm. Makes a difference, massive difference. Counter attacking football that's that's exciting. That's what gets a chance going because every time there's a turnover, you think there's a chance of a goal here. I can't remember the last time I felt like that. There were a couple of times tonight against Villa, to be fair, where it was like, oh, actually, this is a bit bit end to end. And when it's end to end, it's it's definitely more exciting. And then the, the away fans are going at it as well. And the, I think that makes a big difference. Great shout from Hungry Rod the Wolf, by the way. <laughs> it's called out the North Bank. Hold my hand it, it, it's a bit rich for you, North Bank. Yeah, yeah. Half in the concourse, trying to get atmosphere <laughs> and blaming the South Bank. Start great a move point. make the it's North Bank point. the singing but I spent, We spend a lot of time in the concourse because we're bored with what we're watching and we mm. get wet where our seats are, but that's our own fault. But yeah, I agree. I had a season ticket in the South Bank, which many of us did for years, and it was always rocking. But the South Bank's always been the stand that gets everyone going. The Steve Ball outsings the South Bank these days with their what? ironic. The oh, let's not Ball. start. Let's not start. A... They do. <laughs> what we always say though is that we will we will come up and take our seats when the South Bank starts singing. So that's why we end up in the concourse. Mm. Yeah, we just, we never actually make it to our seats. I think once you hit thirty as well, you have to move out the South Bank. Like you're not allowed I don't there anymore. Go <laughs> Right, let's leave it there. Uh, hopefully we've started many fires among uh, people and where they sit. Uh, so Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. So bye, everyone. It's goodbye to Jack Williams. Bye, everybody. Happy New and Year. And Cheerio, everyone. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>